With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Energizing Africa brought to you by Trina Soller, the leading player in renewable energy and solar energy. As we all know, renewable energy has been around since the early days and ancient civilizations like the Aztec, like the Inca cultures used renewable resources like solar, like wind, like water to power their empires. In the 19th century, modern humans began using renewable energy sources such as hydropower, solar power, and wind to generate electricity. In 2008, China became the world's largest producer of solar energy with over 70 gigawatts installed capacity. Today, there are over 1 billion people worldwide that get their electricity from renewables, including solar panels on roof or wind or other sources of renewables. If we are to give a title for this episode, we would call it the quest for solar is the quest for innovation. Because definitely what comes to our minds, what's next in the quest for solar energy? And the quest for solar innovation is not an easy one. There are many challenges that need to be faced, but we can't give up now because the benefits that solar power provides are massive. This is why we have dedicated this episode to discuss innovation in solar energy. And this is why we're excited to be sponsored by a brand like Trina Solar to read the future, to tell us on what's going to happen in the years to come. And when we speak of innovation, then we have to host the best of the best. We're excited to have on this episode our dear guest, Naeem Joseph, the sales manager for African region at Trainer Solar. Naeem is a strategic marketing and business development consultant with more than 10 years of experience in B2B, 
B2C, partner marketing and business development in a number of sectors. FMCG, energy, consulting, finance, and accounting industries. Oh my God, Naeem, a very warm welcome to our episode. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. Um, it really is a pleasure to be with you today and to discuss the innovation of solar technology as we go towards the future. Wow. So you're going to walk us through the future. So, or we're going to read the future through your eyes, your knowledge and your expertise. I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Okay. Okay. That's not to put any pressure on you, Naeem, but such an extensive experience and track record that you have. And I guess most of them are within Middle East and Africa, Naeem. Uh, yes, so most of my business experience would be through the Middle East and Africa region. Um, that is where I specialized in and that is where I've gained most of my knowledge and skills. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so Naeem, as we started uh, in our introduction, uh, uh, this is about innovation. This The entire episode is dedicated to innovation. So how do you see the future of solar energy and to which extent it's going to be influenced by technology? No, so not to sound funny or anything, but uh, the future of solar is really bright. I mean, if you look at the growth alone in the last 10 years, I mean, from where we were 10 years ago to where we are now, the growth has been exponentially big. I mean, if you look at um, if you look at how much power was emitting from 2000 to, to probably 2010, you'd say less than a percentage. However, the the world's the world's dependency on solar energy has grown to be more than that by now. And even in future, it's predicted that possibly by 2030 or 2045, um, about 40 to 45 percent of the world's um, electricity supply will be through a renewable energy source, namely most likely to be solar. So 40 to 45 percent of the entire consumption of the energy globally will depend on the solar. Um, so that is what a solar future study done in the US has predicted, um, as well as a study done by Harvard University, where they've basically said that uh, the dependency on, on current or traditional electricity or energy supplies is becoming very costly as well as very dated because of the emissions of greenhouse gases and with the increase in carbon taxes all um, a lot of large-scale multinational international companies are looking to reduce the electricity bill as well as um, in reduce their carbon tax bill which fits perfectly in with the uh, with the mantra of solar because number one it's clean energy number two um, to, to use a quote it's quote unquote free energy because it's energy from from the sun and yes. if you look at it in a perspective or, or scientific perspective it said that um, the sun emits enough power in a second to provide power for example the south african region enough power for two hours to power the whole country so it's more it's now regarded as one of the more dependable um, power sources or power bases well, I guess, Naeem, that we no longer need, I, I believe, 
to sell why we need solar right or you still face this in your like uh, in your in, in your sales and marketing uh, uh, challenges that you uh, need still to justify or to sell to answer this question why solar i think everything around us is telling us and it's justifying the business case so, I mean, if you take it from a South African perspective, right, the cost of electricity is rising at an exponential rate. I mean, over the last, um, if you take the last 15 years, the increase, the increases from our local energy provider, ESCOM, in South Africa has, led, has been an average of between 14 to 16% a year. And um, it's predicted that it's going to increase this year or in the next month, it'll be a 9% increase. And then we're looking at again in August or July and about another 5% increase. So the the reason of why solar is, has certainly become, the question of why solar has now become more of a, it's, the, it's one of the only options to look at because unfortunately in Africa, a lot of our utilities are outdated or rather they are reaching end of life. I mean, in South Africa, currently um, a study provided by our own electricity provider has shown that of the 16 power plants or coal fire based power plants already 12 have reached have gone past the end of life and that is what that has led to an increase in cost for electricity is because of their increase in cost in maintenance where solar in solar energy the maintenance costs are relatively low um the lifespan is is pretty long because it's 20 to 25 to 30 years and on top of that it is continuously innovating especially take example um, us here at Trina, we always in we always innovating. We've got new panels coming out that have increased efficiency rates, which means that while we're producing cheaper power, or more power at a cheaper rate, um, traditional power such as coal fire power is now costing more, and it's producing less. Exactly. I guess that when when we build a business case, especially for a precious, I wouldn't say even a commodity, that's uh, that's something like the oxygen, like the air that we breathe. So uh, we have always the the uh, factor of uh, availability and affordability. Now I think we're not even discussing the affordability, but the availability is becoming a challenge on its own. Like we all see the challenges we have in the supply chain, in the logistics. So having your like uh, resources coming from within and that's renewable, that's not something that uh, uh, it's going to be consumed or it's going to be uh, used but that's something available all the time and happen to be free. It cannot be better than this. Uh, yeah, so you can look at it like that. Also, you need to remember that um, it also helps to sort of mitigate dependencies. So, for example, if you take the current situation um, where we with uh, Russia and Ukraine, where we sit in South Africa, we have a big dependency on coal, gas, and fuel. So what we've what we've been briefed is that um, at the moment we are expecting a, a large fuel price increase as well as a large gas price increase. And I mean, at the moment, gas is a very scarce commodity, having come from the gas, oil, and gas industry. 
um, I can tell you that the next 12 months will lead to exponentially high solar gas um, price increases. So definitely, if you look at solar, it's a sort of a dependency where a company, for example, a large mining company can build their own solar farm, which helps to provide power to their, to their, to their facilities without having to be dependent on a lot of different factors. Yes, so um, if you look at uh, the current situation, especially here in South Africa, we have a large gas dependency. Um, a lot of our gas um, comes from Russia. A lot of the, the rest of the gas comes from Mozambique. And at the moment, the increase in gas price is predicted to be by nearly 23% next year. Uh, because, of, because of the fact that um, Mozambique is running out of gas. So uh, what solar provides is especially for large corporations and we're talking with regards to the South African and African sense, it provides a way to mitigate dependency because once you build a solar farm or a large solar utility plant, you sort of become dependent on yourself to produce your own power. Yes. Yes, yes, that's that's I think I hope that we always love to look at the bright side and the learnings of each and every situation. And if we are to look at the current challenges that we all face, all countries are facing now, I think this is just raising the flag that why we need to think of sustainable alternatives that can be coming from within and to save us whatever uh, remote challenges. So yes, thank you so much, Naim, for this um, like fulfilling brief. Now, when I move to Africa, Naim, uh, and have you, you rightly mentioned in, 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 in your introduction that we have some of the challenges within Africa, some of the technologies we use, plants, energy uh, plants uh, that we use are kind of outdated or uh, now it's, it's like really mature. So uh, how Trina Solar is uh, helping the African region uh, to face the challenges they, they have to promote the new technology and to help them to see uh, uh, how the future is bringing us or what the future is bringing us. Okay, so I mean, if you look at the um, if you look at us, example, for and I look at us at Trina Solar, we are always innovating. We are always um, at the forefront of innovation with regards to the development of our panels. We are always at the forefront with regards to the innovation of way we the way we do a lot of things. I mean, uh, our highest panel at the moment, which is the Vertex, can give you up to six seventy watts. Um, our panels help to to reduce costs in a lot of ways because we we don't we don't require as much cabling or stringing. Um, what we're doing is we're providing a, a sustainable option and a, yeah. a reliable option to the to the market at at not into a high exponential cost. And remember, yes. with so with solar. You're, like I said previously, your dependency on the, you sort of take away the dependency. And the problem with, with a lot of African countries specifically is a dependency on the local utility and the ability of that utility to develop, uh, to provide and actually to continue to develop power. 
So by bringing in the latest technology, such as we do at Trina, um, we help to we help a lot of these countries and we help these, a lot of these communities to be able to to become independent of the grid or of the of the local utility. Great. So, uh, so this is kind of like a, a general talk about uh, the uh, the technology in future and what will bring the future to us. But when we replicate this to the products you offer that are currently in the market, so here we are talking about what Vertex, uh, yeah, your yes, solution. The Vertex panels. Yes. Okay. Can you experiment. please can you please tell us more about it? Okay. So at the moment, our vertex range of panels, we have a large variety of them. We have six seventy or six sixty watt panels. We have the five fifty watt panel, and we have the ultra high power models as well. Um, these models are based on leading multi bus bar technology. They've been adapted um, using 210-liter silicon wafers, and they help to provide a power output of about 21.6%. Um, they provide low voltage and high modular string outputs, which which sort of negates the or helps to reduce the sort of the appearance of hot spots. It also um, it's got a really high efficiency rate, which means that um, a lot unlike a lot of our competitors, we our output is pretty high. Is actually is very high, and our, our costing is very similar to theirs. Therefore, we're providing a better product at a similar price into the market. Okay, here I have two. Uh, well, uh, first of all, this is too advanced for a person like me to digest and mm-hmm. to like uh, to challenge. But here, <laughs> I have two issues. I want to take them one by one. First is the costing element. Well, in a previous interview, in one of the previous episodes we had in uh, Energizing Africa, we talked about uh, the cost of uh, uh, solar energy uh, when compared to the traditional energy. And we talked about the fact that this cost is actually decreasing by time. Do you agree with this statement? Uh, the, the cost of solar energy is decreasing while the cost of more regular energy or, or current, the current energy providers are increasing. And it feeds back to the original statement that as the advent of solar technology or the advancement of solar technology continues, we are able to provide panels at, um, at a, at a or lower or similar cost where they provide a higher output. While if you look at traditional energy, um, coal is not a, is is a is a resource that's becoming scarce so therefore coal becomes more expensive also the maintenance over time leads to the, those factors as well i mean if you look at like i previously mentioned the car, the price of gas is increasing and in a country like in south africa or even in africa the dependency on gas is really high we have gas powered stations power stations here as well and those gas powered stations are going to require um they're going to require well they're going to require actual what we were currently using is natural gas they're going to start requiring um a different type of gas called lng which is liquefied uh, yes liquefied gas. Gas, yes. Right? 
yes. yes. And the cost the cost of liquefied gas is tremendously more expensive because it requires um, not only importation, but it, it requires a large process to actually get it to its location, which completely throws out the cost of traditional power as opposed to solar power. There's a cost for installing. There's a low maintenance cost over the period of 25 to 30 years. And um, after, as, as the as technology of solar continues to advance and grow, you continuously changing out at a, at a cost that's minimalized as opposed to continuously main, maintaining coal-fired or gas-fired power plants. Well, uh, as you rightly mentioned, while the cost of traditional energy is increasing, actually there is a direct impact and indirect impact because the indirect impact is automatically the entire, like all the commodities uh, price is increasing as well as a result of the increase of the gas. So it's it's not only about the direct impact, but it has also indirect impact. Well, my next question is a bit technical. So hold on, because I'm trying really to put this in the right format. Okay, now when we talked about the technical solutions that you offer, like the Vertex, some were talking about the cell cutting as one of the famous challenges that they face. My very simple question to you, Naim, what is the cell cutting? And okay, then, so... then, 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 so how you address this, but, but, let's go for a break first. And then we come to for you to simplify this for a person like me and how an expert like Trina Soller is addressing this kind of challenge. Okay, deep? Okay, perfect. Stay tuned, everyone. Let's go for a commercial break. This is Energizing Africa brought to you by Trina Soller. We're talking innovation and we'll go for a commercial break and we will be back. Looking for ways to save money in your electricity bill? Trina Solar, the global leader in PV and smart energy, presents Vertex, the most advanced solar panels in the world. Providing you with the highest power and efficiency available, up to 670 watts, Vertex modules can save you more money. Reliability and performance have driven our worldwide popularity. So trust us to power your home or business and enjoy peace of mind with our 25-year warranty. To find more information and to find a local provider close to you, visit trainersolar.com. Ahlam Bikum, FISBR, Cairo Business Radio, Awil Radio Business Foster. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
we're back from the break. This is Energizing Africa. Right before of the break, we were asking Naeem, our expert in innovation, we were asking Naeem about some of the technical challenges that users of solar energy, they say they sometimes they face. And one of them was the silk cutting. So Naeem, please simplify this to me. So what is silk cutting and how you as expert, like Trina Solar, the expert in solar energy, how do you address such challenges? Okay, so first off, um, cell cutting is done with the laser and it involves splitting standard solar cells into two halves, right? Okay. So solar cells can be very fragile and laser cutting allows for precise, exact precise lines to be cut into the solar cell. So then the number one issue that a lot of a lot of companies face or a lot of people face is that with the traditional way of cutting a cell, it leads to damage or or what future damage and it re, and it reduces the efficiency of the panel it also leads to cracking at trina solar we do what's called low temperature non-destructive cut uh, non-destructive cutting process which lowers the risk and also um it's a smooth cutting process which attract which reduces the risk of, of cracks or reduces the risk of damage to the panel in in simple terms that's how it can explain it to you. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, now what used to be a pain point, okay, so what Naim is telling us that yes, there are some challenges uh, that maybe renewable energy as still relatively new technology we might face, but not with Trina Solar, because Trina Solar has managed to nail it all. So we will conclude uh, uh, like uh, talking about the... Uh, now, uh, I'm sure when you started the year, you had some objectives and some KPIs, and uh, we were not still like... Uh, having the challenges or, or we were not faced with the the political tension that we see around us now. So my question to you would be how the current events are like impacting your priorities and your KPIs for the year? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, um, being in a location like South Africa or in the African region, um, the main goal at the moment or the main pain point a lot of us face here is the lack of reliable electricity. So um, with the current political tensions, um, you it leads in a further increase into that point because of the increase in costs that are involved with everything that is going on. Um, it has led to a more we need we are we tend to we now look towards trying to be more aggressive in the market we also want to um try and try and further our brand name into the east african region we have a pretty large um name out there in this african region we are considered one of the most reliable panel providers um we are one of the most bankable brands out there for in renewable energy specifically in solar um, we have a lot of trusted partners and we are one of the best providers and our goal will be to continuously grow and especially with everything that's currently going on um, the hope is to grow even further at a faster rate 
Okay, and um, maybe my question that would come after that, that's not in the in the script. I I would love really to ask you how you cooperate with the states, African states, uh, to uh, help them uh, like plan for their energy needs. Uh, like personally, I'm I'm coming from different players where we used to like uh, uh, be as partners of the concerned entities within each state, each African and Middle Eastern state to help them shape their needs of uh, say uh, IT and telecom uh, solutions. Are you having this kind of partnership with the African states? So generally in South Africa, uh, currently at the moment, um, in, in the renewable energy space, South Africa has taken a really aggressive approach because of the failing of um, our outdated technology or our, our old of our, our old providers of electricity, specifically our, our national utility. So we've got, we've um, we've grown to be very aggressive here. We have what is called the Independent Power Providers Program. So that is where private entities can um, basically bid to provide power to the country. And we are trying at the moment to build partnerships with those um, with those current private companies. We are currently trying to assist them in um, what in South Africa, what we do is we have different rounds of bidding where the government issues um, basically a bid to say we need um, 900 megawatts of power or 2000 megawatts of power. And then you have a large amount of companies that are bidding and going through the bid process to try and win the bid to be able to provide that power and we are looking to work or partner with those companies to be able to assist them with providing uh, the renewable energy sector with power specifically in um, in solar because that in south africa solar is the best option to choose because of the fact that we have one of the best irradiation levels in the world I think um, we have an area in South Africa called the Northern Cape. It has, I think, the second highest or the third highest irradiation level in the world, which which allows it to provide a large amount of solar power during the day. And even, even during the colder winter months when the days are shorter, we can still provide uh, above average no normal levels of power, uh, solar solar power here. So we're looking in South Africa to Trina is looking in South Africa to build partnerships with a lot of these entities that are looking to build solar farms or solar utility plants in those areas. Okay, so uh, let me um, ask the question about the uh, political incidents and political uh, situations. Okay. Okay. No problem. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So, Naim, now it's almost we're at the end of the first quarter of the year. And I know usually we put the targets and uh, like the key objectives uh, uh, in, in like the last quarter of the previous year. But now the entire world, we are all faced with new updates giving the political tension that's happening around um, um, around uh, like the world. So priorities have changed and objectives have also changed. My key question to you, one, given this 
political situation. Do you think the future of the solar energy in Africa, that this might favor our position to fast track the adoption of the technology, one, to be an exporter of energy at a point of time? Okay, um, so given um, I would have to agree, but what um, needs to be stated is that currently in South Africa, um, we are already looking to fast track renewable energy because we don't have a choice. Our, um, our, lo- our local utility or national utility is failing. Um, they have uh, outdated technology. They have a large dependency on coal. Uh, we have a failed um, nuclear bid process that did not go through, which was supposed to make up a large power base for us, but it did, but it did not happen because of um, a lot of political issues and corruption. So we currently are on the fast track path. Um, also, where it's looking to to be heading towards for a lot of companies in South Africa is that if you look at the South African landscape with the, with the current failing of the local utility, a lot of South African companies are now moving towards renewable energy. Um, a lot of the large scale producers or uh, CNI industry, which is commercial industrial industry providers, factories um, are all looking to move towards renewable energy. Um, I'll give you an example. Over the weekend, it was announced that one of South Africa's biggest energy users in um, South African breweries will be by 2023 completely off the local utility grid. Um, another large another large solar project was announced two weeks ago to be built to provide power. Um, another platinum mine in South Africa has also announced yeah. that they will, they will be um, looking to save a large number of costs by building their own 75 megawatt solar plant. Um, so a lot of our local companies or our local global partners that are based in South Africa are going towards renewable energy. So we are already on the fast track. And the benefit to that, specifically from a citizen's point of view, is that once these companies have their plants fully up and operational, they will have an excess of energy. So that excess can be fed back into the grid or it can be sold overseas. And um, a large portion of a benefit from, from a Southern African perspective is we all use the same power pool. So it would yeah. benefit not only South Africa, it would benefit Namibia, it would benefit Zimbabwe, it would benefit Malawi and Mozambique as well. So because of that, we are looking at a very bright future, <laughs> pardon my pun, um, but it is fast track. And then now recently with the increase is of, of costs that are going to come up with the current tensions going on in the world, it's going to be an increase, a sort of like a booster shot to that. But a lot of um, a lot of South African companies, and uh, the, the best example I can give you right now is Amazon just opened last year in South Africa, right? Oh my God. Oh. Right, and mm-hmm. along with Amazon, Amazon decided that they would not use any power from our local utility. Their office is based in Cape Town, but they went out into the Northern Cape and built a 10 megawatt solar park. So, so they're not only providing power to the for themselves, they're providing power into the grid. So that is the that is the outlook a lot of companies are taking. So um, right now we really have a good future, and it's just about um, riding the storm of current costs because, like you pointed out earlier, solar costs right now in is going to become cheaper while regular energy or regular providers such as coal and gas continues to become more expensive. You know, I love this uh, tone of voice when we uh, when we analyze whatever challenge 
from a, an opportunity perspective and not just to uh, complain uh, about the pressure it will bring or the challenges it will bring. And that's only leaders who are capable of doing that. Just think of whatever big challenge as an opportunity and how to seize this opportunity and how to be one of the winners. And here we're talking to a definite winner. So thank you so much, Naeem, for this uh, positive vibes that you're bringing. Yes, we can be an exporter and yes, we can seize this opportunity. I'm not saying seize like, well, it may sound like an, an opportunistic, but this is an opportunity for our region, really. And we should make good use of it, really. So no bad eye, my friends. It's going to be <laughs> a promising year for Trina Solar and whomever is going to focus on renewable energy. My final question to you. Now, uh, like climate change is the name of the game and it's the concern of every country. And here in Africa, we are taking the lead in this and we're really, uh, we want to score high in this. So how Trina Solar is advocating the usage of uh, solar energy uh, uh, in such formats and events, are you really one of the dedicated or speakers in such formats, such events, to convince and to promote the value that solar energy can bring and the fact that it is an opportunity for our region now? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, if you want to look at um, climate change, for example, um, one of the ways that we're uh, tackling climate change is um, by using solar, you're reducing the amount of greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, remember, renewable ener solar energy is renewable energy and it's powered usage by the sun. So it doesn't emit any any it has no emissions gases. exactly yeah, exactly it provides no it has no carbon emissions it's clean also, green it's, yes it's yeah it's clean energy so it's basically called an environmentally friendly product we also um we also have a very good recycling and disposing of scrap pv metal program we also um we we provide we we advocate for innovation and sustainable development I mean, we have a sustainable development, uh, supply chain development pro program. We use conflict-free materials. So, I mean, we are part of the change. And being a solar company, we, it's it really is about uh, ensuring that we are contributing to a green, green country and a green environment. Because right now, um, you really do feel the effects of climate change especially in, in i think the africa and middle east region where we've experienced weather um that no no one has seen in a very long time so i think it's a very it's a key topic and by going solar or by being involved in solar projects and providing solar panels or looking at solar as a renewable energy option or an energy option actually you're contributing towards saving the planet wow well uh that was exactly what I was expecting from this talk, that we will have a talk that's very promising, that has a lot of positive vibes, and that speaks of a bright future ahead of us. So Naeem, Joseph, thank you so much for walking us through this journey, for simplifying technical talks 
that relates to renewable energy and making this as easy, as simple, as uh, like uh, understood for everyone, at least like me. So thank you so much, Naeem. And I wish you a year that's very productive, that is full of opportunities. And why not? We deserve it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And now, uh, yeah, we definitely look forward to having a great year. Definitely. Yes. And let's talk towards the end of the year and see how 2022 has been kind to us. Well, our dear listeners. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> our dear listeners, the quest for solar innovation is not an easy one. But thanks God, we're lucky to have professional players within our region. We have African experts and we have companies that operate within our region that would make it easy. Thank you, Trina Soller, for always being ahead. And thank you, Trina Soller, for walking us through the future of innovation in solar energy. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Innovation was our topic. Let's see next episode what we're going to tackle. But I promise you, it's going to be informative and it's going to be positive and it's going to be exciting. That's Energizing Africa and as usual, brought to you by Trina Soller. My name is Samar Rauf. We'll see you next week with another expert from Trina Soller. Stay tuned. Looking for ways to save money in your electricity bill? Trina Solar, the global leader in PV and smart energy, presents Vertex, the most advanced solar panels in the world, providing you with the highest power and efficiency available up to 670 watts. Vertex modules can save you more money. Reliability and performance have driven our worldwide popularity. So trust us to power your home or business and enjoy peace of mind with our 25-year warranty. To find more information and to find a local provider close to you, visit trainersolar.com. Business Radio. Business <laughs> Radio.